Sound. Sound. Music. Acoustic. Noise. Sound. I have a favorite sound, I think. Sounds. Ultrasonic. How they listen. Just a little. Boop. The one place where it sounds the best. You're listening to Sound, sound Matters. <laughs> You're listening to Sound Matters, a podcast made possible by Bang & Olufsen. And it's episode six of this current season. A season called Sound of the Cities. This time, it's Tokyo. Could you just... just uh... Mm-hmm. Uh, checking the mic. <laughs> check, check. Is that okay? It's all good. We're very good. It was 20 years ago, today, roughly, that I spent several months wandering around aimlessly in Japan. Mostly I spent my time standing awkwardly on street corners and around shops, amusement arcades, train stations, temples, ramen restaurants, street markets, electronic stores, festivals. I listened to TV shows, talking toilets and whatever else I could think of. Because I was making sound recordings, for the first time actually. I had my new and most prized possession, a brand new portable mini-disc recorder. Mini-disc was a thing back then. A new, cheap, portable digital recording system made possible so that anyone could run around recording sound on street corners anywhere they wanted to. Some of those recordings are what you can hear in the background now. 20-year-old recordings of Japanese sounds. A country whose heart beats with the sights, sounds and shape of ancient civilization. What do they got there? Everything. I've still got a box stuffed with mini-discs from that time. Like memories. I can't turn back now. But they're recorded on an already defunct media. A box of more or less useless sound snapshots from the past. Joe, a quiet passage with gradually increasing energy in preparation for the coming phrase. So while digging around in the old box, I got to thinking. I was thinking about Tokyo, I was thinking about sound, of course, and I was thinking just a little bit about time. of this energy in a single point of expression. So in this edition of Sound Matters, which is about Tokyo, we'll be doing just a little bit of time travel. My guest in this edition is a photographic artist. His name is Takashi Arai. My name is Takashi Arai from Japan. The form of photography Takashi Arai works with 
is the oldest form of photography there is. It's another nearly forgotten technology. It's called a daguerreotype. A daguerreotype is a glass plate coated in some sort of metal. Silver oxide, I think. It looks like a hologram, so it's three-dimensional. But you can still see that every detail of the nature. The exact nature of the process isn't something I claim to understand. And it's not really all that important here. But you'll have seen the kind of images that daguerreotype can produce if you've seen very, very old photographs from the 1800s and so on. I was almost shocked by the quality of the image and uh, shocked by the instability of the image itself. That's so intense uh, moment I got in my life. The main thing you need to know about a daguerreotype is that it takes a bit of time to make one. The kind of exposure times we're not used to in modern photography, where just a fraction of a second will do the trick. It takes sometimes several seconds to several hours to for one exposure. A daguerreotype, if it's not a very bright day, might take many seconds, might take minutes, might even take hours before an image appears. It's what happens during the exposure time that fascinates Takeshi Arai. Now, perhaps you may already be thinking, what has an old photographic process got to do with sound and listening? Well, stick around. All will become clear. I'd like to emphasize the, uh, the experience of the exposure I always take with the daguerreotype. It's very strange, calm moment, so uh, you have to stand still for several minutes sometimes. Then you have to wait until the exposure is done. It took uh, 40 seconds. During the exposure, um, you got very different sensations, especially from the ear, you know, you can hear so much details from the world. So it's, it's some, you know, uh, small sounds and, you know, uh, strange sounds you overlooked before, but you can hear everything while you're taking exposure or the type. Maybe you, you, because of your con- concentration, I think. So, right from the very first time Takashi Arai took a daguerreotype, he noticed how the waiting time itself made him much more aware of the sounds around him. See? Told you it was coming. You know, I started this recording in the very early stage, maybe from the third one I took. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why, but, you know, I got some kind of intuition. Some sort of intuition. Without really knowing why, he decided to record the sound for just the time it takes to take a picture. And he's been doing that every day for some years now. Hundreds and hundreds of pictures as part of a project he calls his daily daguerreotype project. Each image taken with an accompanying sound recording that lasts just the same amount of time as the exposure did. The process 
makes me to think about the time, you know, uh, the time about the, uh, the time span we live and time span we can observe. So uh, we have to think about the, uh, what we uh, experience in, my, in our time frame. It's totally different from the, the daguerreotype itself, so it's a very important topic to me. The type captures the not like an instant moment. It can, you know, capture the longer collective of the times, you know, the moments. So uh, that kind of the the world we cannot observe. So the the things that can be captured on the daguerreotype is totally different from our point of view. You know, so the the sound increases, the sound of the uh, the quick sound of the the shutter opens, then. Uh, it's continuous until the shutter is closed. Quick, uh, then starting recording. Quick, then stop. The Shinbun Ship Canal, 27th of January 2015. Red Light District, Shinjuku, Tokyo, 21st, 20th of the 1st, 2015. <laughs> Redevelopment area under a flyover, Shibuya, 19th of January, 2015. Uh, you know, in the reality, so you, you hear something slightly different kind of sounds, you know, on a location, but you have the only things that you can do is like you have to accept sounds, so you cannot escape from the real sound. The Yamashita Pier at dusk, Yokohama Harbor, 17th of January 2015. It's true, I'd say. You cannot escape from the real sounds around you. You can ignore them, block them out. Living in the city, as we've already talked about so much in this series, Sound and the Cities, has a lot to do with how you deal with the sounds around you. But rest assured, the only thing you can be really certain of in the city is that you'll probably never fully escape from all those sounds, no matter how hard you try. They really are part of the here and now. Sound is very direct. You can easily ignore the, the visual images, right? You can close the eyes, but sound is so much uh, automatical kind of, um, I say, channel. So, voices, strange noises happening inside or outside the frame of a photograph capture something that happened in a tiny slice of time in a certain place, wherever that camera happened to be. And pretty much regardless of which way the camera was pointing, too. Night traffic under the Shibuya metro station, the 16th of January 2015. 
These slow speed photos bring out something else in the experience of time and place. Even if you take a close-up still life image of a flower, what's recorded is not the sound of a flower. It's the sound of the world around that flower when you took the image. A rainy day still life, 15th of January 2015. It's a time capsule recording of the world a flower once existed in, you could say. Same world you existed in if you were there, or if you're listening to the recording and looking at the picture, it becomes your world, if only for a moment. It's not the same world. It's not a memory. It's not really even a terribly accurate representation of the world. The point is... It makes you think. You know, if you work with these sounds and deer type, you have to reconsider your idea about the, uh, you know, time and space. So I'd like to, how to say, uh, record that kind of experience with the sounds and try to share the ex that experience with the people. Takeshi Arai exhibits his photographic work all over the world. Sometimes he uses some unusual methods for exhibiting these works that kind of insist on taking up more time than you might be otherwise inclined to give to a picture being shown at an exhibition. In one case, a line of pictures in a dark room lights up one at a time with a bare bulb. And the bulb stays lit above that picture while the sound plays for just as long as it took Takashi Arai to take that picture. Self-portrait called a blue hat. And being forced to take time is infuriating and tends to bug the hell out of most of us. People get anger, <laughs> angry because, you know, they have to stand in front of the work until the sun is gone. So it sometimes takes so much time, like uh, several, you know, minutes. So they have to wait until the sound is gone. So, but uh, other people told me like uh, the sounds and the reflection on the daguerreotypes brought them to back to their own memories. So uh, I think like you know daguerreotype uh, and sounds those combinations um, brings the people uh, to the their own past or their own experience or something like that. So I think this is very good. Uh, thing to connect the realities they don't experience to the, their own experience. So this is more like um, intimate relationship between the image and their own experiences. So sound and daguerreotype can deliver to the people. It's the time he wants you to think about. I've been listening back through some of the 36 hours of audio I recorded in Japan in 1998 and 1999. Well, here I am on the street in Tokyo. And, uh, I'm just going to stand on the street and uh, let the tape roll, see what happens. I had to track someone down who still owned a functioning mini-disc player to be able to do so.
It's funny how well I can recall every single place I stood when I hear these tapes back. I think it's true to say that a sound is a better memory trigger than a picture. Because when you hear a sound recording, you remember where you were when you made it, how that felt, where you went next, so on, rather than just remembering what's in a picture. Now this is a recording made inside an artificial fish tank. This recording is taken Shinjuku Station, Saturday the 17th of 5 to 5. This recording is taken in the World Pet Park. This recording begins in the toilet. Begins in the toilet of a gaming arcade in Shibuya, Shinjuku, Tokyo. The sound recording is a bigger picture. Too big to fit neatly into a frame. And it takes time to listen to it. The same time it took to record it. The time you get on this planet is the one-shot total collection of everything you'll ever experience. And you'll forget almost all of it. You might be able to record or photograph a tiny bit of it, but you'll never get any of it back again. And just thinking about things that go beyond our puny lifespans into hundreds or thousands of years is pretty much impossible for us to do. That's a thought that's been preoccupying Takashi Arai. Since his work took a major turning in 2011 in the wake of the earthquake and tsunami that caused the meltdown of nuclear reactors at Fukushima, less than 250 kilometers north of Tokyo. I live in near Tokyo. It's just 250 kilometers from Fukushima. So that when the uh, earthquake hit the, the East Japan, and uh, I experienced the kind of huge, um, you know, um, depression from the, from the Fukushima disaster. So uh, for some people, it is so far, and they don't care about anything from Fukushima. But for me, it's 250 kilometers too close. For example, you know, you have to take care of the, the nuclear waste for 10,000 years, at least, for, you know, the nuclear power plant. So it's beyond our lifespan. So you have to think about uh, more than your own imagination about your own life. 
sorry, uh, in the same meaning, so daguerreotype has clearly different sense of the time span. So uh, it brings me to think more about the, uh, the things we cannot sense and we cannot uh, count. So Takashi Arai applied his daguerreotype method to help him, and maybe us, understand what a radioactive disaster area with a half-life of 10,000 years or more really means to us. So they are all materials to rethink uh, our own idea about time and space. He's taken many images in and around the contaminated areas, pictures of people, deserted places, stray animals, radioactive flowers. But one image in particular, I think, called a landscape of Geiger counters, is a good one if you want to ponder the nature of time beyond our lifespan. This is a land- landscape uh, near the uh, Itate village, the most contaminated area. So you can see this the white uh, device. This is called a Geiger counter and monitoring the, uh, the background uh, radiation. It's a simple landscape image. In the middle, a Geiger counter. Uh, the radiation is like a 5.6 uh, micro siebel per hour. It's extremely high. The normal level is like uh, less than 0.1. It'll take a very, very long time before the radiation is gone from here. A lot longer, in any case, than the 40 seconds it took Takashi Arai to take the picture. But then 40 seconds is a long time too, if you have to listen to it. But I'd like you to try. Because this is what it sounded like for 40 seconds in the most radioactive contaminated area of Fukushima when Takashi Arai stood there with his stopwatch on a rainy day and took a picture. This edition of Sound Matters was written, researched, edited and whatnot by me. My name is Tim Hinman. A huge thank you to Takashi Arai, of course. You can see his work and find out more about all his ongoing projects if you visit his website, which is takashiarai.com. That's T-A-K-A-S-H-I-A-R-A-I.com. Thanks for all his editorialness to Nathaniel Pusinski. 
Sound Matters is made possible by Bang & Olufsen. Find out much more about them at bang-olufsen.com. I'll be back again soon with another episode. Until then, goodbye. Sound. Sound. Music. Acoustic. Noise. Sound. I have a favorite sound, I think. Sound. Sound. Ultrasonic. How they listen. Just a little. The one place where it sounds the best. You're listening to sound. Sound matters. (laughs) 